Hello, welcome to Tanya Tuesdays, although today is Wednesday. This is Rafal Davidovich, and today I would like to summarize the Sefer Tanya, Perak Tess, Chapter 9. Where are we? Well, we are trying to become a Benoni. What is a Benoni? A Benoni is someone who is trying to be a Tzaddik while seeing himself as being a Russia. What is a Tzaddik and what is a Russia? Well, all of this is understood by understanding that each of us has two souls. The first soul is the Nefesh Abahamis, the animal soul. This is the basic, selfish, rational, selfish soul that every human being possesses, doing things for selfish motives in order to continue to survive in this world. And then the second soul that every Jew has is called the Nefesh Elokis, which is a part of God above. The, this godly soul is comprised of intellect and emotions. That's the breakdown of what we often think of as the ten spheros. The intellect is comprised of three parts, Chachma, Bina, and Das. And the emotions are divided basically into two parts, which is love and fear. It is expressed in three ways. Machshava, Dibur, Umaisa. Thought, speech, and deed. Then the Balatani explained that the animal soul is also broken down into all of that. Intellect and emotions, except the emotions are the main part, which are fed, of course, by a person's intellect. And also expressed in three ways. The thought, speech, and deed that are lo lashem hema, not for God, selfishly motivated. So now we are at chapter 9. And chapter 9 tells us that while... The both the animal soul and the godly soul encompass the entire body. However, when it comes to the animal soul, it mostly thinks emotionally. Everything is centered and everything starts with emotions. And then the intellect then works from the emotions. Meaning, think of it like this. You're angry and you use your intellect to think about how you can get back at someone. But the godly soul starts in the mind. And then the Balatanya explains that the way that this works is that the godly soul and the animal soul are not interested in being partners with one another. Rather, as the verse says in the Torah, this is how Rivka was told how Yaakov and Esav would get along with each other, is that they would not be partners. Rather, ulom milom yamatz. One nation shall prevail over the other nation. And this is how our two souls react, respond to one another. Not as friends, not as cooperating, but rather as enemies fighting over a body. Think of the body as being a small city and two kings are fighting over that city. Neither king is interested in agreeing to divide the city half and half. Rather, each of the kings wants to take the entire city. This is how it works with both souls. Both the godly soul and the soul that vitalizes the body. That They fight with one another over the entire body. Meaning that the godly soul wants to run everything. And what is everything? The godly soul wants to dominate the intellect. That the mind should be thinking only about godly things all the time. And that one's emotions should be directed towards Hashem all the time. Both love and fear 
should be devoted only to that which is about God. And then the machshava Dibur and Maisa, the thought, speech, and actions of a person, should always be God-directed as well, so that one's thoughts are directed for Hashem, one's speech is, is directed L'Shem Shemaim, and one's deeds are always involved in doing mitzvos. And the animal soul wants the opposite, meaning it wants the entire body, both intellect and emotions, thought, speech, and action, to be devoted to just the basic selfish pursuit of the body. The Balatanya finishes the chapter, however, by saying that the Nefesh HaBahamis, that this animal soul, is really doing God's work. Meaning that it wants to be defeated. The Balatanya finishes the chapter by saying that there is a parable that is given in the Zohar of a king who wanted to test his son's loyalty, so he hired a harlot to try to seduce the son to betray his father. And he told the harlot, the king told the harlot, that she should devote all her attention to being as successful as possible. But really, her only desire was to serve the king. So too, the Nefesh Bahamis, yes, is directed towards a selfish end, but the true goal of the animal soul, is really just to strengthen the person to serve Hashem totally. And that is the conclusion of chapter 9's summary. Thank you all for listening.